As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash-flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital-raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors. And I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Followup Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. That's the metric you got to look at because they actually went into the property and they either cut expenses and or they increase the rents. That effectively changes the net operating income on the property. Hey, best ever listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Actively Passive Investing Show. If you're tuning in on audio... I apologize, I'm shooting this on my phone because I'm on a walk and I haven't done one of these episodes in a while like this, but sometimes I get these little epiphanies or ideas that I wanna share with you guys. And sometimes by the time I get back home, I've forgotten half of what I wanted to say. So I go ahead and I record them out here. With that said, there was something on my mind. I was in a recent deal as a limited partner. That deal just sold 
and the IRR return, the internal rate of return, was quite high. It was high to the point where you might say, that's a fantastic return, that was an awesome syndicator, blah, blah, blah. But I got to thinking, how was that, sorry, there's a little moped in the background. <laughs> I got to thinking, how was that return actually achieved? So how much credit should I give to the operator versus just what happened in the market? So what we're talking about is, in my opinion, one of the things that is often missed and not spoken about when it comes to these syndications and these return on investments and these IRRs, it's quite easy to say, we bought a property at $60 million. We sold it for $80 million. So therefore we made $20 million, right? And that sounds fantastic, but what was the situation? Was it that you operationally improve the property by increasing the net operating income and that the fair market valuation increased substantially and therefore you really did a value add business plan and created a lot of value for your investors or did you just find a good deal at a good price and then you happen to get an above the market offer therefore not giving so much credit to the operator so to that point, I was in another deal, different deal now I'm talking about years ago, and they projected about a 20% IRR return. We ended up getting uh, about a 10% annualized return. So here's my simple way of looking at that. This operator more or less bought a good property at a good price in a good market at a good time, but they did not execute the business plan the way that they intended to, the way that they told investors they would. In other words, they said, we're gonna buy this, the rents are whatever, a thousand a month, we're gonna move them to 1300 a month over five years, blah, blah, blah. They really didn't. They got a little ways into the value add. They ended up selling the property early and exiting out of it. And they really didn't do a lot, but here's the point. They bought a good asset at a good price in a good market at a good time. The market was going up. Why? Because interest rates were coming down cap rates were compressing, it was a growing market. So we ended up making, in my opinion, a 10% return just simply because the market increased. In other words, if interest rates were flat, cap rates were flat, and the market was flat, and no one really moved in or out, and the operator didn't do anything to the property, then nothing would really change the value of that property. So we would have a 0% return if they didn't do anything. But the market bailed us out. And this has been happening, of course, for almost 10 years, if you think about it, right? The market's been up since 2012, more or less, is kind of when the bulk of the recovery started happening in real estate. Now here we find ourselves in 2022, about 10 years down the road, and Again, we've had reduced cap rates, reduced interest rates, so in a lot of people needing to rent and own and we're behind in housing. So market conditions have made a lot of people a lot of money. As they say, a rising tide lifts all ships. What you gotta look at though, I talk a lot about looking at track record of an operator. You can't just say, what IRR have you given your investors? And they say, well, 18% historically. Well, that's awesome. But how did they arrive at the 18%? We'll get back to the show. But first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. When it comes to scaling your real estate business, is lack of capital holding you back? 
Raising private capital on demand can be a major challenge, but you can get the knowledge and tools you need to succeed when you attend Dana Cornell's four-week Raise Capital Masterclass Live. After starting out with no capital or relationships, Dana has raised over $1 billion twice in the past 20 years, and he has made it his mission to share the best of what he's learned with business owners and investors like you. You can learn more at danacornell.com forward slash best ever. Dana's Raise Capital Masterclass Live allows you to immediately unlock and raise capital on demand, drastically increasing your business's growth. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever to enroll today. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at passiveinvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. Passiveinvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investor Guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. So here's the metric nobody talks about. What was the net operating income that they actually changed on the property? So let me frame that a different way. That might have been kind of confusing. So what I would look at is, now I'm not gonna use any specific examples just for sake of privacy. Okay, so an operator says, we have effectively increased the net operating income by 30% on our properties historically. That's the metric you gotta look at because they actually went into the property and they either cut expenses and or they increased the rents. That effectively changes the net operating income on the property. And I've spoke about this a lot, but just to recap quickly, the net operating income is the primary driver to the value of what someone's willing to pay for a multifamily property or self-storage or mobile home parks or whatever. So simple way of looking at it. You've got a property that produces a million dollars per year, let's say, for example. What am I willing to pay you for that million dollars per year in cash flow? Let's say I give you a 20X multiple. In other words, I'll pay you $20 million for that property that produces $1 million per year. So what does that give me as a return on investment? It gives me about a 5% annualized return if you run the numbers. If you take 1 million on your calculator and divide by 20 million purchase price, that's a 5% annualized return. That's realistic, you guys, in today's world. As crazy as that sounds, we're seeing cap rates at four and 5%, sometimes 3%. So that's how, especially institutional investors are valuing multifamily apartments. So when you come in and say you bought that property, $1 million net cash flow, $20 million purchase price. If you can come in and cut expenses and then you can raise the rents over a series of years by actually adding value to your residence and to the property. And let's say that million dollars is now $1.5 million. And you use that same 
example evaluation, the equity multiple, someone says, hey, I'll pay you 20X, whatever your cash flow is. Well, if it's 1.5 million, you just increase the value of that property by $10 million. They're willing to pay you 30 million for that same property because it now produces a million and a half per year, not 1 million per year. So that's the metric that you should always be asking for, you should always be looking at, because think about it. You can apply this to single family homes. If you had bought a single family home, almost throwing a dart out there in the US, any city, in 2018, and you were selling it today, you probably made money. But that doesn't mean that you're a smart investor. That doesn't mean that you did anything to the property. That means that the market went up. So you can't rely on markets bailing you out forever. You can't rely on working with a syndication firm that relies on markets bailing them out because I've seen it a lot. And it's great to put together your little track record and say, again, we've given investors a 18% return, but what did they actually do to produce it? So something to keep in mind. I hope you guys found some value out of this episode. I hope the audio held up for us and we'll see you next time on another episode of the Actively Passive Investing Show. Have a best ever week, everyone.